Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are you good doing morning. today? We're excited as we're, uh, I believe this is taping Christmas week, so uh, everybody. Uh, yeah, every, right everybody around there, I think. Yeah. I should be having. We're uh, uh, excited about uh, Christmas time coming up. Uh, we're uh, we're actually taping this in November, actually pre prior to Thanksgiving, as we're trying to mm-hmm. get, it, get ahead of the holidays ourselves. And uh, we had a great uh, conversation uh, and if you haven't, you know, listened to it, uh, go back to the, uh, uh, November 17th, uh, session that actually it was guest guest day, but the guests were Kathy and Dan, Rich and Linda. And we shared about, uh, how to enjoy the holidays. Um, uh, and we would urge everybody to go back and listen to that so that even, even now, you know, you've got this week coming up, uh, when this airs of, of Christmas and maybe your December's already been stressful, but there are things you can still do now to enjoy, you know, the rest of these days right. and in, into the new year, uh, where so you don't miss the moment and you get right. to enjoy being present in it. Yeah. 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 Enjoy it. So go back and do that. And then, uh, um, I don't know if you can see a little bit of my background there. Uh, uh, our house is now completely decorated for Christmas. Uh, yes, and this is only the middle of November, yeah. and you are completely decorated. <laughs> We're completely decorated. It's, I love it, it, and it's magnificent. And we do it purposely because it is so magnificent mm-hmm. uh, that we love. It just is such a, a stimulating thing mm-hmm. to experience the beauty of it. And Linda's done, you know, such a great job, and and uh, we we love doing it. Um, and I know you're getting ready. The day after Thanksgiving, right, is when you you kind of everybody yes. comes together. Yeah, so we blast, um, and I know, like I said, this is Christmas week now, so everybody's already decorated and all of that. But we actually have already finished most of our outdoor lights. Um, it's mid-November now, but while the weather was decent, took care of that, and we will plug those in Thanksgiving night. So everything gets turned on then and then the very next day is our day of just blasting the house with christmas and Mm. so tin trees will go up decorations everywhere and it's just a fun festive exciting start to the holidays yeah in our uh uh you know because of just something that we we always enjoyed doing our whole married career uh, you know, we we obviously have always decorated our house well and enjoyed it. And Linda's Linda's an interior designer, so she's great at it. Uh, and so she she and I, you know, we've we've done this decorating um, of the house at Christmas, and then our daughter Michelle uh, and our other kids too all became uh, super decorators too. They loved it because mm-hmm. they they so it's kind of funny how tradition kind of influences people, but you know, since they enjoyed it so much as, as children, right. when they became adults, they picked it up themselves, you know, and, um, and Michelle was, was actually a premium, uh, could do this with great 
you know, panache and uh, beauty. And, and so when she passed, one of the things we did was uh, we actually uh, transferred all of her totes of decorations. And she, she did. With, which were a lot. Yeah, she had a which, lot. Yeah. Which, uh, because of uh, the way Linda did it, and she learned to do it too, uh, it's Christmas, then it's Valentine's, then it's Easter, then it's mm-hmm. then it's July Fourth, and then it's fall, and then it's Christmas. And uh, so there's you know, and she and everybody <laughs> put them in different colored totes so they know that that's the season. So it's really funny. <laughs> uh, but we brought them all here mm-hmm. uh, and uh, packed them away. And now uh, what Linda's doing at each season, like the Christmas is our first one, uh, is. She she brought all of our stuff out, and then she we, we had to get we had to get some help. But they brought the mm-hmm. totes and got everything of Michelle's out. So oh, we were wow. so we were in our in our house on our floor and everything. Every you couldn't even hardly walk uh, <laughs> because all this stuff is all over the place. Oh. And then and then Michelle or Linda and um, you know her friend uh, decided what to keep now. Between mm. between the two of them, and now they've got a new, in a sense, a new set, and the other things, right. other things we're not going to keep, which are some of Michelle, some of ours, you know, we're going to give that away, mm-hmm. um, and over the next year, we're going to clean up every holiday, every season. Right. Now here's new- a question for you: In that giving away, is that getting passed on? Like our kids have have dibs, like they already talk about dibs on our Christmas decorations and. You know, Anna's boyfriend, they've been together for four years now, and we assume he's going to be the forever, too. He's got just a beautiful heart for God. But he's an engineer, you know, a study in engineering. And so he has this thing about Dan's lights outside. And I think he already has in his mind a plan for how he's going to outdo Dan. Right. But the fact that it takes so many and lights are so expensive, he's got he's got ideas on on getting a lot of our lights as we move on to different things so that right. he can start his own collection. That's right. But I know the kids all kind of have eyes on things. I don't know if your kids um, well, um, it are goes, the same in that. Well, it does. It goes in. Uh, now, remember, because they learned how to do this, they've got their own already. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh so That's they already, they already, but are Aiden well, and Josh, <laughs> Aiden and Joshua, you know, uh, they've, they've got it. And so, yeah, as we then, um, have, okay, we're going to, we're going to give these things away before mm-hmm. we go give it away to, uh, you know, an agency or something. Uh, yep. Go through it. Something you want. Right. Absolutely. The grandkids may want some dibs uh, on those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, a lot of them, um, interesting enough already things that we actually still keep, They've kind of already said, "Hey, by the way, uh, right. we would like that, you know, later." You know, so, <laughs> yeah, we get that, no problem. Yeah, we get that too. <laughs> so uh, we're experiencing that, and, and pray that everybody does. We've been talking about prayer, uh, and remember that prayer is what Jesus described it as to his disciples: "Of you've been spending three years with me, mm-hmm. and we've been living in dialogue with each other." And I'd like you guys to understand that's prayer. Mm. Uh, it's not going off and giving me your list. It's right. it's dialogue so that you learned, and they learned it well because we see it in Acts and in, in the uh, New Testament uh, writing, uh, is, um, and, and Paul actually and others give us these conditions to pray 
to mm-hmm. receive answers. If you do this, you'll experience the answer. Um, and so it's always out of God's, uh, you know, uh, instruction of, you know, pray to the Father, Dad, my my Father, uh, Thy kingdom come in the kingdom, living living with Him in the kingdom, and then my will be done. So the dialogue is always about. Uh, God's will and what do you have mm-hmm. in mind and, and help me to stay on the path and let me enjoy you and, and, and you're going to do supernatural things. Uh, so that he said the way that, that his disciples functioned for three years, that was prayer. Um, so start to think of prayer differently mm-hmm. than uh, my desires that I'm asking God to answer one way or the other. It's really a, a completely different perspective of I get to be in relationship with the God of the universe that knows, mm-hmm. with the God of the universe that can deliver his will. His will is supernatural, and I and his will is going to be based on the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've come to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. Now, uh, it's all aspects of it. So uh, don't don't limit it to, well, then I'll just pray for more money. No. <laughs> uh, that's not what he's talking about, superabundance. Um, uh, there can be people, and I know people, including uh, work that I've done in third world countries, where they literally don't have any money. Right. But they have yes, a, they but can they have, be walking they, in abundance. They have a superabundant <laughs> life, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not about wealth. It can be, uh, but it's not about wealth. It's about the fullness of all that God has for us. So uh, we learned last time, uh, as we talked about these conditions, that uh, he said, if you pray in my name, mm-hmm. it will be done. And we talked about the authority. We're receiving his will. He, we understand that he says, yes, um, I am telling you this is going to now be available for you to fulfill. And I give you my authority behind it to execute it. Uh, well, this the, we turn into this next one. Um, and remember, these are if-then statements. Mm-hmm. And their conditions, what we call conditions to answer prayer, and look at it differently. And that is, it's not about uh, maybe the prayer will be answered. Interesting enough, if I meet these conditions, every single prayer will be answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to find out. Okay, what does that mean, and what does that look like? So uh, let's go to John fifteen. We we uh, our whole ministry is based on John fifteen one to five. If you abide in me, you'll bear much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. Uh, so then he makes another statement, an if-then statement in John 15, 7 and 8. Go ahead and read that. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Okay. Um, so he, it's an if-then. Uh, he First of all, he says, if... You abide in me. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, and this is important because we got to be careful about what we, how we define abiding. We know that um, it is centered, which we'll see here on his word, but it's not Bible study. Right. It's not being in a group and studying something or I may even do my devotion in the morning. Um, he says, if you abide in me. Stop. Okay, mm-hmm. the relationship, um, and and he and he's already described it. A branch abides in the vine. Right. Okay. How often does a does a branch abide in the vine? 
24-7. Yeah, yeah. It's See, connected it's connected. To. It's connected. Right. See, it's not I got on in the morning and then I'm off. Mm-hmm. It's no, you're abiding by remaining in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my Holy Spirit within you. I'm going to speak to you. You're going to speak to me. We'll be in relationship. My life will be being poured out into you and through you all the time. Mm-hmm. And so just stay in relationship. And, and again, as we've kind of described this, it means stay in the kingdom, mm-hmm. stay in dialogue, stay open uh, to all that God wants to do. And you're just with him. Uh, and that's, a, that's abiding. I'm just with him all the time. So it's not even limited to just going to church or being in my small group mm-hmm. or reading the Bible or even going off into a corner and praying. It's no, you're abiding in that relationship and you're enjoying yeah, the I life love, of that relationship. You know, I know we've said it so many times before, but going back to the word for abide uh, just always re- creates a beautiful picture to me. And that original word is Mino, yep. which is to sojourn, to tarry, to remain, to abide, to be held continually. Yeah. And that picture that to be held continually, literally I picture when I think of that, because um, there's so many, personally, this is my my visual of it. You know, there's so many verses in the Bible that talk about um, the right hand of God. And so when I think of that to be held continually, I picture him holding me by his right hand 24-7 and us journeying together right. and me just staying with him, yeah. wanting to just stay with him. Yeah, it really is beautiful. Um, so he says, um, the first condition is, well, stay with me, remain, Terry, live with me, walk with me. Uh, the second condition is, and if my words mm-hmm. abide in you. Um, okay, so that means that as I'm with him, what is he going to do? He's going to be speaking. He's going to be speaking. The word here is rhema, and it's an application of logos and my mm-hmm. personal instruction to you that you begin to have it remain, stay with, be part of what you're understanding because you're taking the time to have those words. And by the way, it, it isn't it isn't singular. And that's why these verses mean something that you don't say it's not concepts. Okay, I'll I'll be a loving person. Well, what verse are you talking about there? What what is he said about this? And all of those words need to get inside of you. Um, mm-hmm. And that means that I could speak them and I can begin to understand what they mean mm-hmm. um, and how it applies to me. Um, and uh, And I have that truth within me because I took the time so that it's not a memory system, but it's memorizing scripture that God is speaking to you as you're so abiding mm-hmm. about either. And again, I, I always look at it in kind of two different ways. Uh, one, I'm always abiding in something that God is working on in my life mm-hmm. for me to go deeper into understanding uh, and, and either transformation or learning something new like healing, for example. Right. Uh, when I was first learning healing, I was very skeptical of it because I had seen such phoniness with it all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I knew it wasn't right. Eh. And so I tended to reject it all, you know, like, eh. Right. Uh, and then God helped me with, well, wait a minute. Would you like to learn this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go abide in my word and walk with me over weeks and months uh, as I'm now going to instruct you and, and show you a truth for it where you receive it and you live it and you experience it. And, uh, and that's what I call uh, always in my, my, my personal abiding is just something that he says, I'm ready to show you something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes time. And that takes, uh, it's usually for me, it's weeks and months. Uh, and that is. And it's fun. It's you fun. enjoy it. You know, and don't worry about getting to the end line. You know, just, uh, mm-hmm. and, and the way I portray that, by the way, uh, is um, uh, God says, I'm putting together a jigsaw puzzle for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, for me, this is an interesting uh, image because <laughs> I do not like jigsaw puzzles at all. Right. Uh, Linda and Michelle, they loved it. You know, they would do it. Uh, every trip they would do uh, uh, jigsaw puzzles and they loved it. But it, for me, it was just too... You know, it, it wasn't fast enough, basically, for me. Uh, <laughs> but God said, okay, you need to take your time, and I'm going to give you a piece. And you'll see it kind of goes up in the corner over there and just put it up there. But I haven't connected dots yet. I haven't connected mm-hmm. everything yet. And don't you try to connect them. Just, you got that piece, receive it. I'll get the next one, get the next. Pretty soon, the whole picture will be filled in. And it's like, ah, I see mm-hmm. it now. I got it. I understand it. You know this, and that was what happened with with healing. It took me months mm-hmm. of dialogue and process and time in the Word and uh, understanding that uh, it was real, and I understood it because I had a lot of questions about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said, "Okay, now as I speak to you, um, I need these words to get inside of you." Uh, so that, uh, uh, as I did that, uh, you know, I got led to, you know, let's say Jeremiah 33, six is that, um, I'm going to give to you health and healing, uh, so that you enjoy all the peace and truth that that brings. Um, well, I had to abide in that to, uh, okay, I, I, I got the word I put, I started to memorize it, let it be in me. Now, I didn't fully understand what it meant yet, mm-hmm. but the word had to abide in me. And it was all the words, not just some or concept. Right. Um, so when you're abiding in him and now my words abide in you, first of all, he's speaking it, not you. Mm-hmm. I'm not chasing it. I'm not deciding it. Uh, okay. I've received life here. I've got to abide in that. I got to have that become true to me. Um, and then I have to work through to where it gets to the point where it truly is in me. He said, when, when, you, when that happens, you can do what? Pray. Mm-hmm. May it be done, as you just said. Right. He, do, he, doesn't, he doesn't do it absent of that condition. So it's not pray what you want. Mm-hmm. It's, well, the condition, son, is that you're abiding in me and I've spoken to you. Now you pray. And then you can count on what I've spoken. Yeah, now you, now you can me. pray yeah. that. And by, by this... Uh, circumstances change mm-hmm. and it's fulfilled and my father is glorified because you know and you'll be able mm-hmm. to share that you know 
it wasn't you. <laughs> right, uh, right. It was, it was the work of God, and I stayed with that process. I abided in the relationship, and he abided in me. And so I have uh, the first area is the things that, that he's teaching me. Uh, that I love, and it's building my library of truth over my lifetime, and I, I love that. Uh, the second thing is that we all have um, what I call unresolved issues or things that are decisions or problems mm-hmm. or circumstances that, well, we need some answers. That we need answers yeah, for, yeah. right? And, and you and I went through uh, with, the, with the audience uh, over the last year, uh, and we had live scenario, and that was... Uh, our daughter, our son, our grandson, is trying to select a school. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're seeking God's answer, and we walked into that. And he said, "Well, if you if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, the truths that I'm telling you that show you, it's this way, not that way. Uh, go this mm-hmm. way, not that way, and you start to build it up uh, because you receive it, and now you know. Okay, I know something now." You know, and Emily, your daughter went through a great discussion of, I started out with this many and brought it down to this many, and then I brought it down to two, and then God mm-hmm. showed me the one. And I, what I didn't do is backtrack right. on the things that I was learning. Um, I went forward on the truth that was now abiding. Okay, got it, uh, abiding with you. So that uh, as we're seeking his will, it's uh, let's go to him. And what do you have to say about this? Um, mm-hmm. And then let me understand it. And we take everything to him, knowing that I have an issue, I have a thought here, I have a, uh, a discussion, and I want to go forward. Okay, now we got a question that we can illustrate this with a little bit. So go ahead, uh, Kathy. We've got a great question uh, sent to us. So read this, and we'll kind of apply it here. Sure. It says... I'm struggling with staying in the covenant. I operate a business with 45 employees. Mondays are the worst. After a great weekend and spending time in the word, I get bombarded with problems, especially on Monday. What can I do to stay in the covenant? I get irritated and short with people. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. We can all relate to that, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So um, one is that uh, the the question is around, I've been learning some things about the covenant. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is born out of uh, the time we've been spending. Uh, Prior to this series, we did the covenant. Mm -hmm. Uh, So somebody's listening to that and they're they're receiving, well, the covenant says, right, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I'm going to command blessing. Um, And so they're starting to learn that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now their real experience doesn't quite line up with that. Right. Uh, it's like, wait a minute. I have a heart for the covenant. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn the covenant. And yet I'm not experiencing the covenant. And what's up? And how do I approach mm-hmm. this? What do I do with this? Uh, so that the issue is, okay, now in your opportunity in prayer and to seek God's will is well let's now go into that process and 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 don't stop with well when you give me the covenant mm-hmm. then I'll know it to be true and if you don't give me the covenant then I guess it's not true and I give up on it and God said well you put a condition on me mm-hmm. and want me to perform for you as opposed to the other way around he said, no, you got to be in my kingdom. 
which is righteousness, peace, and joy, and you've got to seek my will. Okay, so what you would do, first of all, it's a great question because it's born out of, well, if this is true, how does it work in essence Mm -hmm. when it isn't working? Uh, Okay, great question. Hallelujah. Uh, Now let's go to God uh, Mm -hmm. and ask God the question. uh, Okay, Father, my question to you is, um, I'm learning some things about covenant. And um, now, how do I apply that so that uh, I get to enjoy my business, which really I'm not enjoying? And by the way, particularly, mm. particularly on Mondays, when all of the crud comes out, mm-hmm. and, and, and every Monday I know, oh man, this is not going to be pleasant. And I probably, that this guy probably, you know, if I talk to him would say, probably Sunday afternoon and evening, I'm starting to already get ready for that, you know, and, right. uh, uh, and I had a pretty good weekend, but, but then I have this, okay, well, let's go find out, uh, you know, what it is that, uh, God would say, uh, okay, well, go to, uh, uh, Psalm 25 and read verses four and five. Sure. Twenty-five verses four and five says, "Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day." Yeah. Um, so he said, "If you're going to be led into salvation and into the covenant, mm-hmm. um, well, you have to be led into truth." Okay, so the question really becomes, uh, and this is true for most of us, is that I'm starting to see something or I've been exposed to something, but I don't yet see it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Could you teach me how to actually experience this? Okay, now God says in order for that to happen, I have to lead you into truth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I have an answer, not in a, and see, this is important, it's not in a generic way. Right. It's not in a global, well, just ask me to do it and I'll do it. He said, no, there's something going on that you need to understand so that you can get to truth. And then my answer is going to deliver that truth, the solution to that problem, mm-hmm. which then will lead you to the covenant. So it becomes very, very specific. Okay. So, uh, okay, well, then I got to go to truth. How do I do that? All right. So what, what somebody would do is you'd go into dialogue, and you, and this is where journaling really matters, is that mm-hmm. um, write about how do you sense uh, your weekend's going and why is it pleasant, mm-hmm. and then what happens on Mondays. Right. Uh, and get very specific. Uh, what kind of problems happen? Uh, mm-hmm. who, who comes to you with problems? What type of problems are there? Right. Because what the, are the things that are triggering you? Are triggering, too? well, triggering me and triggering the issue. So that, uh, as he described it, see, the issue is really a business problem. Mm-hmm. And that is that there are certain things that are going on with how that company is operating so that Monday morning, it's always these big things that have to be resolved and they go to him to resolve them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's burdensome and it's sickening. And it's like, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. Okay. So now you have to get to describing what's going on. Why is it go on? 
Um, mm-hmm. What is uh, what's going on that I can now get to truth? Because it either, again, you know, think about it real simple. Uh, either it's system related, mm-hmm. your your system, the way that your processing is broken down, and um, all these things happen because it normally doesn't get taken care of by your system, how you've mm-hmm. approached it, or you've got people that aren't doing their job correctly. Mm. Uh, and the, there's something going on there that uh, they're taking their problem and giving it to you when either the system should be improved and or how they do things should be improved. And the thought would be, and here's a question, Father, could you give me the truth and show me how I can have my Mondays be normal without all these problems? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, God knows the answer. We can get the answer if we have a heart to go, but you have to go deeper into the truth of it. Where is it breaking down? Um, what do I got to do? What's your answer for this, for solving this, which could be, well, you have this hiccup in your system or you've got two people here that uh, they're supposed to do something on Friday or Monday or Sunday and they don't. And mm-hmm. that causes your problem mm-hmm. on, on Monday. And uh, and so by talking, 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 and what do you have to say about this is that uh, God's word will become known. And then I process that word until I get to see his answer. And the key is that I, I got to trust something. He knows the answer and it's very specific. Right. Uh, and it's unique to me. Mm-hmm. It came out of a fantastic conclusion, like, wait a minute. If I'm supposed to have covenant, why aren't I having it? And God says, well, right. I need to show you this. I want you to have the covenant. It's not a mm-hmm. generic thing. It's specific to you. Let's get to the truth of it. So we would urge, I'd urge this person to uh, take that first step. Uh, feel free to uh, email us in. What did you find out? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll either keep it up on air or we'll do it personally to help you get through to the solution. And by the way, guess what? You get to experience the covenant. Right, um, right. And then you'll say, ah, that's how it works. Uh, and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Abide with him. Let him speak to you, show you, reveal to you, guide you to truth. And when you get there and you say, oh, okay, now I see. You pray it and it'll happen, you know, and we'll, we'll get into, we'll get into more depth about this, but it's, it's pretty what fun. What I love it's too, fun. as you described this is there's, I just see hope all over this question, because like you said, this person is experiencing covenant. Um, but right now what they're experiencing is something that basically is compartmentalized. Right. Right. And so, but the desire for covenant for us is 24 seven. And so pressing in and recognizing as he presses in and asks God about this particular situation that's come up, he will reveal specific things to his circumstances, just like you said, that will speak truth and change things so that covenant can be delivered Monday through Friday as well. Um, and can also speak to his heart. There may be heart adjustments that he's also wanting to reveal in this place. Uh, this is part of what is hindering covenant in this 24 seven too so let's enjoy it this is what i have for you and pursue it yep. yeah yeah and there's um uh we actually teach this in the covenant course but uh psalm 34 uh one of the things is that uh, uh 34 11 come and listen to me i'll teach you the fear of the lord who desires mm-hmm. life covenant life 
Uh, it says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Um, so mm-hmm. that properly what you are doing is really that verse, is that you're saying, and in the word, remember, evil is things that annoy, frustrate, irritate, and oppress you. He mm-hmm. says, he says, he says, you got to say, I don't need to put up with this. I want to pursue shalom, favor. I want to pursue God. I need an answer to this. He said, and the way to get an answer, guess what? Say, yeah, there, you know, something's not right here. Right. Uh, I don't know what, what it is yet, but there's something not right. Pursue my answer. I'll get it to you. And that's how he will experience the covenant so that it's not, I want the covenant, give it to me. It's since I have a heart to experience it, lead me into it. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll do it by, am I experiencing it or not? If you're not, well, then I'm not there yet. Keep going, mm-hmm. keep going, keep going. And by the way, it doesn't mean you're not going to have trouble later on. You know, So it's not, it's not a, a bubble. It's in the middle of a troubled world. I'll give you a covenant. Right. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. So That's beautiful. Hope, hope you have fun on that and we'll, uh, we'll pick it up. But yeah, go to that first step and then let's, let's process it further. I'm excited to see what God does with that. If anyone else has questions they would like to send in, be, um, be sure to send them in at questions at afjministry.com. And we will be excited to, to weave them into the conversation. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us on. Have a great day. Yep. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.